and uh, we're back. Indeed, episode real. 21 of the Hard Way, and uh, missed last week. We apologise for that due to issues uh, with uh, the power in my area and uh, the fact I felt like crap. <laughs> That'll do it. But uh, luckily, uh, London Town and uh, Harringay Council have uh, fixed all the. Uh, out, out regarding issues with uh, power in my area, so we're back this week, and uh, <laughs> we won't need Kid Rock to uh, have uh, any interspersing <laughs> medical performances to uh, fill any gaps for us. <laughs> but um, that makes things a little bit better. I thought I was shouting beer money. <clears> that was <throat> but uh, yes, episode twenty-one. I'm here with Dan and uh, Dean. Not with us this week. He's uh, at home resting for uh, next weekend. It's 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 gonna be a soiree. <laughs> so we're gonna have a little bit of a party for uh, for my birthday. So uh, yeah. Um, so obviously we didn't do the the, the Helen Cell post show. So I oh, suppose yes. we should start we'll there. Start with really. that, we'll start with that. Um, what what were your out regarding? Uh, what were your outlying thoughts for Helen Cell? Um, decent pay per view. I quite enjoyed it. Um, obviously the the ending to the main event shocked the crap out of me because I was like, out of all the out of all the endings, we you know the scenarios we we came up with for the main event the one they came up with nobody thought Ooh. of I mean it, it was brilliant the way they came up with that and obviously they're going to explain it a lot more this week but I, I quite enjoy the paper Brad Maddox has been confirmed to um, explain uh, he's on. He's going to be on Raw this week to explain his actions apparently he's going he's gonna to drop Paul Heyman in the sun now Raw live from uh, uh, Manchester from Manchester yes um, they, they we're not live from Manchester in single quotations live right, they, they've they've announced that April 22nd 23rd or 23rd 24th um, April they're going to be here to re, um, do WrestleMania Revenge Tour yeah to that'll be that'll be um, over here it's normally over here um, but uh, the big news coming out of Hell uh, in obviously was that uh, CM Punk retained against Ryback due to uh, nefarious means as we all expected um my bad. Uh, despite Ryback's loss at WWE Hell in a Cell, the idea is still to push him as a top star and put everything behind him, which is shown, of course, by uh, Monday uh, on Raw, the announcement of the Survivor Series main event, which will be Team Punk versus Team Foley, except Mick Foley won't be in the match. He gave his place to Mr. Ryback. Uh, so, uh, yes, the teams are Team Punk consists of CM Punk, Team Road Scholars, Alberto Del Rio and The Miz. And Team Foley consists of Ryback, uh, Team Hell No, Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston. I think that's going to be a decent match. I mean, so uh, you've got all the major uh, feuds. All the major feuds just merged into one Merged into one match, which is how we uh, book a Survivor Series. There you go. I have to say, though, I agree with see, I agree with Dean on this point. I don't really enjoy the final match anymore because they're kind of the same thing, you know. Kane's going to be counted out. And then there'll be a double DQ spot between yeah. Miz and Kofi Kingston, and it'll end up being Ryback versus Punk, and Ryback will win. Just Foley and Heyman will be involved in the finish, and I bet they get down to that Ryback's just the only one, and he just mows for everyone. Would be interesting, but it's, it's it, you could do that if it wasn't if, if they're not using that as the main event. I think they can't do that if it's the main event. Yeah, true. It's a bit bit underwhelming if it's the main event. Uh, no word yet if WWE officials are still considering the uh, the uh, discussed Funk Funk uh, <laughs> Foley versus Punk singles match for the December TLC pay per view. See, I wouldn't mind that, but then again, like we've discussed this before, if they go with that, then it basically telegraphs that 
It's gonna well, with Ryback, go, with Ryback not going over at Hell in a Cell, yeah, Punk ain't going anyway, to yeah. drop the belt before Royal Rumble. Because, yeah. I mean, this, this, this Survivor Series match isn't even for the title. If you drop the belt on uh, TLC, he'd have no chance to actually to get, it back. get the belt back. <laughs> and then we see Mick Bradley versus The Rock in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Bond Not Not my idea of what I want to spend my money on. If this, one, this won't be a Dave Meltzer five-star classic, I guarantee you that much. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, a report came out this week um, the original plans for the uh, Hell in a Cell finish um, the original plan was for Ryback to win the WWE Championship clean in the middle of the ring and hold it through Survivor Series and then drop it at TLC in a multi-man match where he wouldn't have been pinned or submitted I've been fine with that yeah, no problem, that yeah. sounds fine the, that was the plan through to October 25th the Thursday before the pay-per-view the next day Vince changed his mind and concluded that of the two Punk Streak was the one that had been hammered home on TV and keeping the streak alive would only help business through Wrestlemania season whereas Ryback Streak while they say he's undefeated isn't really central to the fact yeah. you know, central to, to the storyline it was kind of only made really prevalent during the he's never been beaten thing when he obviously got the world title shot yeah. so I, I, I think I we, like that. we I spoke like... about that before so that doesn't really shock me that that was the uh, the uh, end um, uh, doesn't damage Ryback yeah, in any way no not at all uh, one WWE source close uh, to creative was amazed that Vince made up his mind on the finish on October 26th and went three straight days without changing his mind he usually changes his mind every three minutes I'm quite surprised uh, once they decided to have Ryback lose many ideas were discussed on how to make that happen they eventually settled on the Brad Maddox ideas but discussed were run-ins by the big show yes or no no, they'd have to. Expl- I'll be like, "What? Well, you, you you just compete with Sheamus? Why would you run in on this match?" Brock Lesnar would have made the most sense. We made we discussed that. Yeah, the thing made the most sense. Mark Henry. <sighs> he could have gone against Ryback, I guess. Going, you know, you, you fit the next big, you know, the next big monster. monster but the Hall of Pain. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. And uh, Vince himself. See now. If that was the case, then how would they explain that? How would how would they explain Vince? Yeah, Vince turning heel again, I suppose, and siding with Punk. And, but then you have Vince siding with Heyman. It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make it. That that's the it, that would have made, that wouldn't have made any sense. If they'd gone with it, it would just oh, you know, it'd have been so confusing. Because like, okay, you've just you, two weeks before that you had the crap being over by CM Punk in the middle of the ring, and they haven't retained the title. It, yeah, I mean, what, what what's the point? I mean, it's the Brock Lesnar was obviously the you know the the odds on favourite for the running if they were going to do one Mark Henry I doubt that been Mark Henry would have been interesting I suppose in in the short term yeah little Mark Henry versus Ryback thing that would yeah. be quite cool I, I would have enjoyed that um, some sad news of course to bring now oh, the yes. uh, former WCW wrestler Brad Armstrong has uh, passed away this past week um, former uh, National Wrestling Alliance WCW uh, briefly for WWE in 2006 um passed away at uh, 51 years of age of course uh, Brad Armstrong the son of legendary bullet Bob Armstrong brother of uh, the road dog Jesse James and uh, uh, referee uh, in the WWE Scott Armstrong uh, so uh, obviously uh, thoughts and prayers of uh, everyone here at the Hardway uh, go out to the Armstrong family and uh, we uh, hope they all uh, are uh, dealing with this uh, terrible terrible news at this time uh, I remember Brad Armstrong being in the ECW he yeah, wrestled, I do. Wrestled wrestled well, yeah. I remember watching him wrestle CM Punk. I remember that. that was pretty, uh, it's, it's a bit too many people. Too many people passed away recently. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's a few, few too many at the moment. But, uh, Especially what happened with Mike Graham. I know, I know you guys talked about it on the previous show, but that was that was sort of, yeah, that, that's, that's really sad. I think Mike, Mike Graham's one of those people that sort of 
he was always a talking head on the WWE yeah. DVDs and stuff, so it was kind of really prevalent on knowing who he was and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was really sad for me. Yeah. Um, you can, uh, would you like to know what Vince and Stephanie are going to be doing uh, this Tuesday uh, for the, uh, the election night? Oh God. Because nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows if Vince and Stephanie will be in Europe for the Smackdown tapings or if they will be in Connecticut with Linda for the election. I can assume, surely they'll be in Connecticut. They'll be in Connecticut. And Triple H. Triple H will run the... Triple H will take the Triple H will run the... He'll take over the tapings. I think. Do you think Linda's going to win? No. No. There was some head-scratching backstage at WWE... Monday Night Raw this week when WWE had the um, the massive promos for uh, WrestleMania 29 of course uh, uh, New Jersey at the MetLife Stadium and the uh, yeah. Hell and uh, the Hall of Fame is going to be in uh, New York um, as of course uh, the uh, horrible uh, news about uh, Hurricane Sandy in both states being massively affected by that was it 31 billion dollars worth of damage or something like that something, something as oh, crazy horrible. as that but uh yeah, no, it's a bit weird that they were uh, talking about, obviously, uh, the, the two states when yeah. such uh, horrible things going on. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why they do it. I mean, I guess they're trying to... Maybe they're trying to make, you know... Maybe they're trying to see, uh, you know, pe- there's a little light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. Yeah. You know, some, something entertaining, you know, something fun's going to come, you know, to the state eventually. And, you know, that it will help people try and take their minds off it, I guess. Uh, Vicky Guerrero rehiring AJ Lee as a member of the WWE Divas rosters is building to a singles match between the two. Daniel. Oh no. Vicky versus AJ? No, no, WrestleMania I'm, or something? Oh no. no. I'm, I'm down with AJ being in the ring. I'm down with AJ full stop. You know, AJ is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just, I'm not down with. If this going to be a match, just no. No, I remember Vicky being in the ring. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. It's, no, it's, it's the ultimate culmination. Yeah, but it's going to be a train wreck. It's, it's going to be an absolute train wreck. It's it's it's, it's definitely going to be one of the snack break matches. It's, uh, I'm not looking forward to that. No? No. Uh, officials at WWE Developmental, uh, NXT it's called now, not called FW, uh, <laughs> have been impressed with how well Ashley Flair's mic work has improved. Ashley's been performing under the name Charlotte. Uh, one source said he wouldn't be surprised to see her on one of WWE's main TV shows before mid-2013 because of the name value alone. I mean, with the, obviously... More and more increasing rumours that her father will be returning yeah. imminently. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised her mic work's improved. I mean, she's pro- learning from the best. Yeah, I mean, I suppose mm. you, you, not only do you have some great people down in WWE yeah. training. I mean, but her you, father's you have probably one of the best on the mic. of knowledge you can ring up at any time. I guess. Yeah, her, her father. She has a father who who is one of the best on the mic in this in the business. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I watch NXT most weeks yeah. I can't say I watch it every week but I watch NXT pretty much most weeks you know there are quite a few people on NXT who I think would have great uh, with, with the gimmicks they use or with, yeah. with the talent they've got would have great uh, stuff to show on the main roster people like I mean the obvious ones is to say obviously Seth Rollins Cassius Ono The Ascension The Ascension but I mean there, there's other great characters I mean there, there's a character called Bronson who's kind yeah, of like, just like an that. absolute monster yeah. you know uh, that, that that's awesome I think gimmick is just brilliant. I've I've become a big fan of the Ascension over the while I've I've watched NXT and they they are their gimmick is just it's great. I mean, if the Undertaker was still around, you know, full time, I reckon putting them together would have been you know yeah. would have been something real cool, like a new style, you know, like a new Ministry of Darkness or something. 
this Friday, uh, this past Friday, night on SmackDown, it was confirmed that Sheamus will invoke his rematch clause at Survivor Series. He will go one-on-one -on -one with the big show for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I personally expect some sort of uh, gimmick, gimmick to be added to that. Yeah. Um, so last man last standing. Man, I, I think a last man standing. I think would be the one for me. Now I'll, I'm look. If that's what it will come to, I'm looking forward to that because them their matches of um, Hell in a Cell, I was really surprised about. I thought this isn't going to be a great match, but it was awesome. It was a great match, and if they add the last man standing gimmick onto this onto the uh, uh, the rematch. They're just going to pull it all the stops. Yeah. Gonna, I think it's going to be great. Big Show's... I was massively... And, you know, I'm not a big fan of Big Show. Yeah. And I'm not a massive fan of Sheamus. Um, I I don't like Big Show really in anything he does. And Sheamus has to do something pretty special for me to, to like it, to be honest. I'm yeah. pretty bored with Sheamus. But that match at Hell in a Cell was absolutely superb. It and was it was the brilliant. only match the crowd really got excited yeah. for. Their timing was just impeccable. They just pulled everything off smoothly. Everything went off that hitch. It was gr a great match. The finish was brilliant. The I, I just the, the the whole match itself it just worked brilliant. And the crowd really bought into yeah. the as they kicked up the tempo. The crowd kicked up their tempo. And I thought the crowd at Hell in a Cell was terrible. Yeah, but it was but that, just for, for that match, match they did really really well. I mean they also they got pretty big for for the Ryback beatdown after the match. But yeah, it's all well and good. But you were dead during the match. So, but yeah, no, I think really it was it, uh, the crowd bought into it I bought into it I really didn't know who was going to win that yeah. was, you know I really it was that, that that finish caused suspension of disbelief and if you can cause suspension of disbelief in a massively jaded 29 on 24 year old wrestling fan <laughs> then you could 23 sorry there you, there you go give myself an extra age um, <laughs> but 29 uh, on 23 year old wrestling fan um, then I can uh, then they must be doing pretty well um, big, big show if you put him with the right kind of Opponent, he can pull a great match out of the hat. I mean, his feud with Mike Henry was awesome. Loved his feud with Mike Henry last year. The match he's had with Sheamus was fantastic. I mean, if you put Big Show with the right opponent that lets him, you know, yeah. work to the best of his abilities, he pulls out a great match. I mean, his match with Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania was great as well. I really enjoyed that. And if they can keep this feud going, then I look forward to it because they that that first match was fantastic. Well. It's funny you say that because uh, there's some backstage news that came out. Again, there's, you know, take everything that comes out backstage with a pinch of salt. But <laughs> while Big Show captured the World Heavyweight title from Sheamus at Hell in a Cell, it said that the uh, the early World Title picture in 2013 is set to be dominated by Randy Orton and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yes. I mean, they had a match a couple of weeks ago. They had a sort of mini feud a couple oh, of weeks yeah. ago, didn't they, on, on sort of TV? Yeah. I had like three matches and I thought one was passable, one was good and one was bad. So I, tentatively I think to myself... Mm, the the I mean, first match was quite good. The, the first, first match they had was really good. The yeah. second match was passable. The third match was dog shit. <laughs> it really was really, really bad. But it's like, where do you, where, what, what do you expect from something where you've had literally a bit of everything from a three-match yeah. series? What do you expect if... I mean, Dolph Ziggler Randy Orton could be another Christian Randy Orton where it goes oh, yeah. on for like, you know, four, four to five months. And the matches just get better as it goes on. Yeah, or it could be like a, a, a Randy Orton-John Cena or John Cena-Edge where, yeah. yeah, they're good matches, but it kind of drains and yeah, it kind get, of it get, wanes it becomes a bit seamy. Yeah. So, it's kind of... It, it's... I, I, I'm double dogs that could be in the world type picture like that. It's cool with me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think I want to see it, but I reserve the right to say I told you so as well. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I think you. I think if you're giving the ball, you're wrong with it. WWE recently registered a few new trademarks. Uh, ring things. 
Sounds like a new tour they'll bring out. Uh, 619, I can't believe they didn't have that. Uh, he's been with the company for 10 years. They How about that? Just trademark 619. And, uh, WWE Active. Well, they had Raw Active, that's when you yeah. do the voting stuff, so maybe WWE Active is going to be like, they're going to start doing on pay-per-views. Pay-per-views, I guess, yeah. It'd be terrible if they didn't. Uh, <laughs> 3MB. Oh, good God, why? Uh, Cobra. Yeah, it's got a ring to it, I guess. And Tensai. They, they, they should just Tensai has just become one of those things where you just think do you know what we need to start a game with this oh and another thing that I just saw on that page uh, about WWE Cyclopedia little thing there they, they're actually having a book signing for that about 20 minutes away from us in Green and Sheamus is there now yes. I've heard he's, he's shutting down Green. the crowds there are flipping nuts yeah, I just don't care enough I don't want to I mean, we, we could have gone, right? But you, yeah. had to buy, you had to buy the book. You had to buy a WWE Encyclopedia to meet him. And I don't want a WWE Encyclopedia. Neither do I. My brain is a WWE Encyclopedia. I don't it's need a book where, they, re- a, where they rewrite history. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, my, my girlfriend Kelly called me yesterday. She was more green. I didn't know about this till yesterday. She was like, oh, WWE, they're, they're having a sign-in tomorrow. They're, but you have to buy the Encyclopedia. you want to buy it for you? I was like, nah. Nah, you're right. Because <laughs> I'm just going to read it. I'm going to go through it and go, that's not true. That's not true. That didn't happen. Don't even get me started on this shit. That did happen, but you're missing out one vital exactly. piece of information exactly. in the middle. I'll just look at it and go, wrong, wrong. That that happened differently. What the hell is this? Uh, Rob Van Dam recently called into Extreme Pro Wrestling Radio, a fan show in uh, Minneapolis. And uh, he spoke to a few people. Uh, some, of the, some of the quotes interested me, so I'll, so I'll just read them out to you. Um, this uh, the topic was how staying in ECW in its last few years helped R- helped develop RVD into what he is today. So um, this is what RVD had to say. Okay, WWE didn't want RVD to get over when I was there. They tried so much to to not get me over to keep me from that. They didn't understand why the fans liked me because I didn't fit into the cookie cutter formula because I'm a non-conformist. I'm so confusing to wrestling promoters and I'm used to that. But because I stayed in ECW and I learned how to express myself the way that I could connect with the fans, it made me strong. It made the RVD character strong, uncompromising, and I owe that to ECW. If I would have left and went to WCW way back when, they were going to make me, they were going to put a mask on me and make me one of those Glacier characters. WWE didn't want RVD to go when he was there. Wasn't he WWE and ECW champion at the same time? And the only reason he that that ended a couple weeks later is because he got busted with marijuana with Sabu on the highway. Yeah. I think... But, I mean, you're talking pretty late on. I mean, I, I suppose I yeah. see what he says. I mean, and it must have been... And I, I, I agree. He must be very confusing for a... Yeah. For a, for a wrestling promoter, because... I, I, I mean, I used to think RVD was pretty cool to watch when he first came over. Yeah. But I watch RVD now, and I think he's just absolute garbage. He's just so slow now. I, I don't like RVD now. When he first came in, I guess Jeff Hardy. His people, Jeff Hardy, with a hardcore title. I was like... That was amazing. Oh, it was awesome. It yeah. was fantastic. And then I thought, okay, uh, you know, this is the first time I've seen this guy. Let me go back some watch some old ECW stuff. Fantastic, brilliant, athletic, pulled moves out the hat that you just think, hold on a minute, where the hell did he come out with that? Brilliant. And I think, I can see, I can kind of see where he's coming from with this thing because they just put him in the hardcore title feud. But he got so over within, what, two or three months of being there? He was in the world title. He was in the world, title, in the world title main event. Yeah. He had to. They, 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 they had to. He got over by himself because of you know his. The only right. member of the alliance that got cheered. Oh yeah, he was. He was on. He RVD was, back and, then. and obviously X Pac, the only member of WWE that got booed. Yeah, there you go. So. RVD was the shit back then. He, he was, he was over everything. He did get che- was cheered. I mean, I can, 
How can I put it? I can kind of see where he's coming from, but then I can't. I, I think the WCW stuff is talking about is probably right. Oh, no, yeah, without they, a doubt. They would have wanted to do without that. Without a doubt. Yeah. They, they want to embarrass most uh, like ECW people because they had Mike Awesome go over there. You know, he was the big monster undefeated you know, ECW champion. He became that 70s guy. That 70s guy, the fat chick thriller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it was so bad. Um, speaking of what we were talking about there with the way RVD's changed in uh, with age... Uh, asked on whether age has affected his physical condition and he's had to stop some moves because of it. He said, not even in the slightest, not even a little bit. As a matter of fact, every once in a while I'll pull a move out because I haven't done it in a while. I was wrestling Jeff Hardy, I think it was like two months ago. I went up to the top rope and I went, you know what? I don't think I've done a 450 splash in like 10 years. And boom, I just busted one out. I haven't cut anything out and if it was up to me, I would change the exhibition title into Hardcore Rules and have a 20 minute matches every night, bouncing off the guard well, Bring in a chair, and hell yeah, that's what I've still got to show. I don't know what he's talking about, because I've watched him wrestle, yeah. and it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same at all. It's just in slow... Like, it's it's like his matches, like, uh, ten years ago, but in slow motion. Yeah. I mean, he... You have to have confidence in your own ability, don't get me wrong. I can see why he's saying that stuff, but I want to see RVD put up 450 splash on pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't remember him. I don't remember reading anything about him doing that on Impact or anything. No, so that I've must never have been a house show or something. Bro, yeah, it must be because I've never seen. Because I suppose if you fuck it up on a house show, yeah, nobody's gonna. You nobody's know. gonna care. I haven't seen. I've, I don't think I've ever seen that RVD do a four fifty splash. We do moon sorts, all sorts. But I've never seen RVD do a four fifty splash. I would love to see that. It's um, but, it's one of those things where he probably can do it. Oh yeah, and he probably can still do it, but. But changing the X Division title to a hardcore one, just, just have... Mm. No. No, not... No. The X Division is synonymous. It's one of those yeah. things that TNA have. Yeah. That standard, you know, put, sets them apart. It's that standard the that, the, the TNA, that TNA have. Yeah, I mean, obviously all, all, company, all companies have that kind of thing where, you know, I have, you know, we have this. You know, this this is what they show as an example of what they can do. I mean, WWE have people, characters like John Cena, The Undertaker, you know, great superstars like that. You have that standard bearer, you yeah. know, that, that sort of, that thing, you know, every company, that, that every major company in pro wrestling has had that sort of, that niche, you know what I mean, yeah. it was, WWE have got the, 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 the sort of specialising the big guys, yeah. and, and ECW with the hardcore, and yeah. WCW, cruiserweights, cruiserweights and stuff like that, and TNA, it's the X Division. Yeah. Uh, the last question uh, in this is, um, uh, on whether being 420 friendly... A stoner, basically. Has uh, <laughs> kept him from being the man everywhere he has been. And uh, RVD said, I would think with uh, TNA, probably not so, because they usually like to make those references whenever they can, and I appreciate the extra uh, cool attention that it gets them. Obviously, my, my high-profile bus, the one we just spoke about with Savu, yeah. um, uh, when I got pulled over with possession of 18 grams, and that resulted in suspension and loss of the titles... I mean, there was no way in, defi in denying that that definitely knocked me off track, uh, a, a track that I was on. Uh, at the same time, I don't mind going down in history for that or drawing attention to uh, a cause that I believe is worthy. Now, of course, what you have to remember is RVD believes that marijuana should be legal. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, be on. I'm not gonna put an opinion from either side of it because I can see why. That he'd say that because you know from medicinal well, purposes. I mean, we, 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 I mean, we 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 preface this conversation. We don't 
we don't smoke weed. No. It's not something that we do. No. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, we're on air or anything. It's not, that's no. not what we do. That's not... That's not. That's I mean, not, that's not I'm our thing. I, I have done it about three times, but that was many, many years ago. You know, I've tried it, sure, but yeah. that's not... You know, it's not We don't sit thing. around and smoke <laughs> weed. So, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that I think badly of people that do anything like yeah. that, but I say that's not something that we do. So you don't pass a Dutch upon the left-hand side. Really, realistically, I couldn't give a toss if it was... If it was made legal, I still wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> for the medicinal purposes, by all means, but it has to be, you know, for medicinal purposes only, not just, oh, it's legal, let's everybody get high. Let's just, just be high, yeah. Let's, let's pass the Dutch on the left and right hand side. Uh, it was a really interesting uh, interview, actually, that I did actually listen all, all the way through. Um, Vine Dam also talked about the political climate in WWE versus TNA, his current relationship with Paul Heyman, and a lot more. The audio interview is available at wefacebook.com Extreme Pro Wrestling Radio. So if you want to hear the whole thing, uh, go hit them up on Facebook and you can download the interview. Um, but uh, yes, moving on. Uh, CM Punk this week on uh, was interviewed on uh, Street Streets Reports on Power 99. I don't know where that is in America. Uh, he was asked about the US presidential race. And... Uh, they, uh, he, he had this to say I think they're all saying it's a close race which really depresses me because how anybody can vote for Mitt Romney is mind boggling I think Obama pulls it out and we get another good four years now I'm not asking for your um, opinion but, but on um, on uh, the American presidential race because you probably have them um, <laughs> but uh, just uh, one of those uh, one of those things that CM Punk says that you know can go either way I think yeah um, yeah <laughs> he says stuff and, and well people listen <laughs> it's one of those things isn't it and uh, there is a, a report that there are no plans to delay the Wrestlemania 29 on sale kickoff the tickets are set to go on sale on November 10th and the hope is that things will almost be back to normal for some by the official on sale date um, November 10th is next Saturday it's not going to be it's, nothing's going to be back to normal by then nothing's going to be back to normal by about New, Year, New Year's January, February that New York and New Jersey is gonna it's gonna take a long time for it to get back to any sort of normality. MetLife I mean the MetLife Stadium wasn't here. So was it not? I don't think so. The Giants are playing there today, so Oh. But well, the Giants, Giants and the Jets are playing there today. But the, tra- the transport links. I mean the subways were obviously were completely flooded. I mean the transport links there, they they're gonna be down. The highways might be down. I mean Stephen Gerrard is celebrating his six hundredth appearance for Liverpool today, by the way. Oh wow. And uh, the uh, last little bit of news we have before we move on to the most important story of the weekend. Uh, Dolph Ziggler versus John Cena. Uh, WWE are on their current tour of Europe, as we previously mentioned. Dolph Ziggler versus John Cena facing each other every night. Uh, and uh, they have received rave reviews from the fans in attendance, with some fans calling it the match of the night. Obviously, it seems almost certain, while not being confirmed yet, we're going to see some sort of Dolph Ziggler versus John Cena match at Survivor Series. And uh, to be honest, looking forward to it. Yeah, if he's getting I, these kind of reviews. Yeah, exactly. I, I've said that. I, I cannot, I cannot wait for that kind of match. That'd be awesome. So, I mean, as I say, at the moment, the uh, Survivor Series card confirmed is Team Punk versus Team Foley, as we said before. CM Punk, The Miz, Team Road Scholars, and Alberto Del Rio will face Team Foley. Ryback, Kofi Kingston, Team Hell No, and Randy Orton. Uh, Team Punk will have Alberta, uh, sorry, uh, Ricardo Rodriguez and, C- and Paul Heyman in their corner, and Team Foley will have Mitt Foley in their corner. Uh, Big Show will defend the World Heavyweight Championship against Sheamus. Obviously we're made you know we're not gonna get a tag team title match. We're not yeah. gonna get an IC title match. We're not gonna get any we're not gonna get WWE title match. So uh, you can probably guarantee that Cesaro will yeah, defend against someone 
Uh, Evil defend against someone. Evil defend the belt against someone. Probably John Cena versus, De- uh, versus Dolph, Dolph Ziggler is going to be on that card. Um, but realistically, other than that, there's not really a there's lot. Not really many there's not really many other Many other feuds. I mean, unless they have Sin Cara and Sinkara the, rest of the, the primetime the players, players again. again. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, they've kind of. I mean, the teams are awesome, but with champions being on both teams, they kind of back themselves into a corner. They've booked themselves into a bit of a corner. Yeah. So I worry that the, the card's going to be quite short. But does that mean we're just going to get a, you know, are they going to give Team Punk versus Team Foley 45 minutes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll get they'll get 35 minutes at the least. This will be, obviously, it's going to be the main event. So they, they're going to give this about 35 minutes at least for them to just... But will it be the fight? Will it be the main event? If after if they put some sort of stipulation on Dolph Ziggler versus John Cena, is it possible? Oh, yes. Is it possible for them to book John Cena Dolph Ziggler as the main event? Yeah. I I'm not saying I don't think they will. No, I don't think they will, but they could. But they could. They could definitely. That is a main event caliber match. Um, I said there was a big story this weekend, and uh, it's time to discuss it. Yesterday morning. Oh no. A. Uh, Manchester United hosted Arsenal in the Premier League and, and well, don't make me run about this on there, please. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and in case you didn't know, I support Manchester United. And, and I Dad support Arsenal. Arsenal. So please don't make me run about this. One of those things where you know we kind of we, we kind of log ahead for for an hour and a half every uh, two two times a year. <laughs> and uh, well, I came out on top. Shocking. Obviously. If you're a football fan, you know that's nothing out of the normal. And uh, <laughs> the, uh, the the goals scored by Patrice Evra scored the winner. Santi Corsola scored a goal with no time remaining, so it was no danger to Manchester United's lead. But the first goal was scored in three minutes by former Arsenal striker Robin Van Persie. Now, Dan, I'm going to ask you this question, and I want you to be brutally honest. How did it feel when the best player who you had last season, who you then sold to us, scored against you in three minutes... Because your new captain, having the fact that you sold your captain to us, made a fuck up. Well, it's like Dean said, you know, the the the, the, the tactics haven't changed from last year. We're just we're still just passing by Percy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just oh, don't remember right about this in it. <laughs> I, mean, I, the, I the had fun. The, the performance from Arsenal was absolutely appalling. Andre Santos shouldn't even have been in the stadium, let alone on the pitch. Thomas Marlin seems to have left his form at home. Because he was, he along with Roger Sanders was the worst player on the pitch. And just, it was horrible. It was a horrible, horrible performance. We, we were just terrible all round. And it took them until the 93rd minute to have a shot on target. It was terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I'm going to drown my sorrows now. I enjoyed it. <laughs> with, my, with my freshly opened bottle of Magnus. Cheers. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but eat it. <laughs> Oh, it was terrible. Man United lead the Premier League. It was terrible. It was a terrible, terrible game. We were terrible. And now we've got to go to Schalke on Tuesday in the Champions League. And we're going to get pasted there too. I, I, I think you're very you're very pessimistic. I have to be. <laughs> I have no choice. Uh, the last little thing we're going to talk about. We can't really talk about it that much, but we will talk about it. W13 was released this oh, past yes. Friday in the UK. I do have a copy. Do you? I just don't have it, have it. Oh, Gavin bought my my, my, oh, my, yes, Gavin, my, yeah. my my brother-in-law bought it for me for 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 my birthday. Uh, so and he has bought it for me. He said I could have it now. He just forgot to bring it down last night when when him, <laughs> and, my, when him and my sister came around for dinner. So, um, but yeah. So I do have a copy. I just don't have, have it. Here. I don't. I don't. 
I don't corporally own it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not have this game yet, go and get yourself a copy. It's a great game. But we have played the game, and obviously, we, me and Dean spoke about this last week. So, I mean, we obviously, we went to Crelly's for, uh, for a little early access. So, I mean, me and Dean decided that the best thing they added to the game was infinite finishers. Oh, no. Now, we spoke about, how, <laughs> we spoke about your distaste with infinite finishers. Ladies and gentlemen, these cheating bastards... <laughs> If you got near them, the minute the bell rang, finish! <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, obviously, uh, the uh, the first DLC pack was released on, uh, on on release day as well. If you bought Fan Access, then you got Gold Dust and DDP. But uh, the Attitude Era um, re- uh, DLC pack was released, and you can download Val Venus, Gangrel, Too Cool, um, Grandmaster Sexy, Scotty Too Hotty, and Rikishi, all members of Too Cool available. So, yeah, but... Um, I played. I, I played with quite a few people. I played with. Uh, I played with John Cena. I played with uh, Zack Ryder. Uh, the uh, the Miz. Who was Heath Slater? Dean. Dean. Oh, we made. Yeah. We made. We made Heath Slater WWE champion. Like, world champion. Yeah. On Cody's universe. And Great Collie's a WWE champion. So you know there. Are, you can already tell us some glitches. I played as Kelly <laughs> Kelly. I played as Jinder Mahal. He was good. His finish is a bit shit, but I played as Jinder Mahal. <laughs> uh, I played as who else did I play as? Played as Brodus Clay. Right. His finish is great. If you have infinite finishes, oh no, his, his finish is so great. If you have infinite finishes, right? Because you just run around the ring, and, and his finish is the big body splash. So you just run around, right? And then as soon as you get anywhere near him, just press triangle and you just jump on him and knock him down. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I played as Brock Lesnar. I played as Brock Lesnar. He's uh, he's an absolute beast. Um, CM Punk had a go at. Yeah, no, there was that. But Chris Jericho's pretty cool to to, to players on the game. But uh, um, I, I, all in all, it, it, it really great, is. It really great is it's a game. great game, and and. I it got a lower ranking on IGN this year than the last game. I, I really, I, I think it was it was a lot more flowing to play yeah. this year. And I played against the computer as well and stuff like that. And um, the computer, I know people were saying like reversing a lot, but the computer wasn't. It didn't seem as reverse. I mean, there are certain people I suppose that are reverse happy, but that comes to their Dude stats. Love. But you know what I mean. <laughs> But like the revert, like the game didn't seem as reverse happy. Like when mm. I, I remember when I started the career, the, the road to WrestleMania modes last year, it was kind of like I felt like should I be playing this on easy because they're reversing yeah, everything reverse I everything do. You do. Everybody is reversing everything. I'm Sheamus. Even when I'm you facing, stomp them, I'm facing like bots as Sheamus, and they're reversing me. There's no way that stats should let freaking I don't know Heath Slater do <laughs> have a better <laughs> fucking resiliency rating than Sheamus. Oh man, bad. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you have to, you have to buy this game. If you're a wrestling fan and you love wrestling games, buy this game. They add you for the attitude era mode alone. It's fantastic. It's just, it, I mean, it, we had a couple. We, as I say we tried everything. We messed yeah. around with creating arena. We messed around with uh, the the attitude era mode, and, and uh, I like the fact that it's um, objective based. Yes. You know? So and obviously hidden objective. So you have to do something to unlock the hidden objective and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's really really cool to watch. It really it really is a fun game to play and as I say and the little clips that set up in the actual era the little clips that set up the, the matches if you if you don't uh, know a lot about the actual era or you weren't watching back then it's a great uh, oh, it's great a little history uh, history buff it was a great era it was so much fun who the fuck is Andrew Taylor I've never <laughs> seen this dude referee a game before <laughs> how can you be just give it this is my first Premier League game I'm not refereeing Newcastle versus Liverpool oh great game but yeah if you, if you, if you never you know experienced the actual era Check and imagine JBL out. will be awesome to use infinite finishes on as well. Oh my god! <laughs> Just close on everyone. That'd yeah. be awesome. But uh, yeah, so I'll, I I will be getting my game at some point. Uh, I'll make sure I get it at some point this week. 
so uh, we can uh, have a bit more of a uh, flushed out conversation about this next week. Mm. Next week we will be recording on. I don't know. <laughs> I really, we'll don't, know. I really don't know what to say because Friday obviously is my birthday and we're going out Friday night. Yeah. We're going out quite early. We're going out for dinner first. So mm. Saturday we're going to go out during the day, probably. So it might have to be a Sunday, Sunday. Sunday record again. Yeah, we so can do that. hopefully the boss man will still be around. Crelly is coming down for a oh, birthday yeah. next oh, weekend. Uh, so hopefully the boss will still be around for that and we can, dun, dun, dun. We can do a show with Crelly because they're always fun. We're all going to be fired. <laughs> And uh, yeah, but we will uh, we'll work something out. Maybe we'll do a early. Maybe we'll have to do an early week record or something. I'll do it on a Thursday. Okay, yeah, but uh, we will work something out. We will be back next week. Um, it's been quite a short show this week, I think. Actually, this, this this week hasn't been very. So, you know, there's not been much news. There's not been much news this week at all. Yeah. So it's been quite slow on the news front. So there's not really much we could apart from. Uh, was another bit of news. Hunico. Hunico. Um, I watched the next year a couple of weeks ago, right? And come out and and Hunico came out and it was like where's and virus access said where's Camacho, and William Regal said like oh yeah he got in a bit of trouble and he made a bit of trouble for everyone else and we won't see him for a while, making it sound like he'd been suspended suspended for, for a, a wellness policy violation or something like that and. Um, so it's neither been confirmed or denied, but it does seem at the moment like Hunico, uh, Camacho, sorry, is out with a um, an, an ACL injury and not a, a suspension. So and he'll be out for six, uh, at yeah, least six months. So I mean, ACL injuries suck balls. Um, uh, having, I've had one; they're not fun. I was going to say, having suffered from a rather minor one. ACL injury. <laughs> having suffered from a minor one myself that kept me out of action for about a month, I can't imagine living through that month of my life for six Marlon months. Marlon stopped playing, for fo- playing football for two years. <laughs> it, it, it was it was horrible and I I can I cannot, you know, I wouldn't wish that kind of pain on anybody else. You really can't do nothing though. That, no, it's, yeah. It's, just, it's really like nothing. You, can, you can't do anything. You literally, the, the doctors make it clear, don't do anything or you're yeah. just going to make it worse. <laughs> There's a little bit of weight in it, just makes your leg buckle, it's horrible. But, um, yeah, so I do feel sorry for him in that sense. But, uh, let's say, really, really slow, slow yeah, Very slow week. So, week this week. we'll call this, this mi- mini-cast. Yeah. But uh, we will be back next week. And, well, we've got the forecast around next week, so we're probably just going to wing it. So hopefully we'll probably next triple week we'll have a lot more to talk about. We will uh, be uh, at our full complement, at least, yeah. with uh, Mr. Giles back with us. And, as I say, hopefully, hopefully the boss. we'll be joined by... Uh, the uh, the man of H2H, uh, Christopher Kelly, will be in the house as well. So uh, we want to uh, say thank you all for uh, downloading, for listening. Um, you can, of course, hear the show on... Uh, you'll be able to find the archive on Headlocks to headlines.com. You'll be able to find the archive on the snsradionetwork.com. And uh, we will... Uh, you can, uh, of course, send us an email if you want us to ask us any questions. We are at the hardware at snsradio.com. You can find us all on Facebook. Dan is at Danny Mondino. I'm at H2H Adam THW. Uh, you can find us both on Facebook, Daniel Mondino and uh, Adam Brown. And uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. And Adam is the Texan Champions. <laughs> and I am the I forgot about that. I forgot about that. If you uh, No, we're going to talk about that before we go. Um, <laughs> if you are my friend on Facebook already, you will know that I posted a picture earlier on. Daniel gave me my birthday present today. It is a replica, not a real replica, but one of the plastic replicas of the Tag Team Championship belts. So, I am the Tag Team Champions, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. Until I buy my one, and then I'll be the Tag Team Champions. I am the Tag Team Champions, and that is how we're going to end this show. I am the Tag Team Champions. Good night.